my bad. What's yeah. another word? I don't for know if he weird. wanted this on the pod. <laughs> I, I mean, I can edit out whatever you guys want. Quirky. I haven't Strange. edited. Recently. We'll do. We'll say quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Different. The words yeah. like they're not all the way like serial killer, but they're not all the way right. Yeah. What you're saying. Okay. Like if Those you kind of people if, actually kind of scare me. Like, quirky you, people you would, are worse because you're they could snap. Like you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know that they're crazy, but yeah. the crazy ones you can tell. The quirky ones like. Eh. Like he, he, he came off as like kind of a hippie. If, okay. And that's not what I envisioned from like pictures. So it's just and, not what you expected. No, but, which was cool because like, you know, she would mention like, my, you know, that her brother was super protective of her when she was younger and stuff. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. When like, she was younger now, he's like, yeah. fuck, do whatever I mean, you want. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like, you're an adult now. She's like, direct me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need protection. But uh, but no. Wait, how was her dad towards you? I didn't meet her dad. It was just her siblings. Oh. Oh, I'd, was it her mom or her dad? No, Have you no. met either one of them? No. I've seen her dad from afar when I was when I'm picking her up. And he had the sh- like shotgun. Not really. He strikes head. me as a as a very nice. The one I am scared of is like rock the overalls, especially and like I had an assumption that the mom was the more disciplinary one, and uh-huh. they confirmed it on Friday. They're saying that the mom, which is kind of like how my upbringing was as well. Yeah. Like my dad has a very boisterous voice. Is that the correct term? Yes. Boisterous. Yes. Like get your ACT like words booming. out, yo. Yeah, like he said, like every time. Might have friends over or something, and my dad would say something to me like, "Dude, are you in trouble? Like, why is your dad yelling at you?" I'm like, "No, he's just talking. He's, that's just how he is." <laughs> um, but my mom was the one that, when somebody got in trouble, was just like, "You didn't want to get in trouble with her," and you yeah. didn't ask anybody in my family. And so, I kind of assumed that about that family, and so it was confirmed that, by the siblings. Yeah, you know what they say about assumptions? They make an ass of you and me. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that can also just because like the dad's not the disciplinary one, it doesn't mean he's not gonna fuck you. No, up. You're, you're probably right, <laughs> but he he did look pretty tall. <laughs> That's what got you. That's the, what got he, me. he was pretty tall. <laughs> you know, it's dangerous when he's pretty tall. Yeah, pretty tall. not not super tall. He was just pretty just tall. Pretty tall. <laughs> Six one, real scary. Six one and like an eighth. You know, just wait. How tall are you? Like five ten. Oh. Five ten with uh with platform shoes. With platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> My basketball height is six feet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Welcome to Chilling in the Living Room, episode forty two. I got a gang of people and a guest. Adam Gumbert in the building, y'all. Uh, insert uh, say, <laughs> insert clap, <laughs> applaud. Gunshot. Wilhelm Scream. I would like to say I'm not necessarily a gift because I'm on like the first ten or fifteen episodes, so um, also, 42, Jackie Robinson. Let's go. Mm, shout out to it. Jackie. My boy, JR. You're really just like a throwback. Yeah, yeah. basically. I'm like the black uh, Dolphins jerseys that Marino used to have. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was even a thing, actually. Seen, That's disgusting. That. It was bad. That jersey was awful. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> At any rate, we're missing Annabelle and Drini. Um, Drini's getting a new tattoo. I can't wait to see that. Annabelle just hates us. Yeah. Go figure. Sounds like Annabelle. Typical. Um, guys, I'm sad. Why are you sad? <laughs> Fake cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of an era, actually. And uh, actually, the uh, Charlotte Hornets are really, really shit in the bed right now. No, but it's the end of an era. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Joe Budden podcast, as you guys have heard for the past 40 <laughs> One episodes, 
41 episodes you see every every week i normally have some kind of blurb or quote or something from that um from that tv show but tv show tv show it might as well be a tv show it's a podcast (laughs) video podcast but they also have it on youtube and apparently they don't care about the money that's on there but anyway um they do care about money And last week, uh, there was a little bit of a, well, it's been going on for probably about two months to two years. It's a broad range, but this is what happens in friendships and things like that. This is why Uh, you don't do business with friends. See, I think you can do business with friends, but you have to set boundaries, which is kind of something that I wanted to get into conversation about today anyway. But... What ended up happening is they've broke up the the three main people in it. Joe's recording podcasts with two other people at this point, and they're just not as good. I mean, chemistry is not there, you know. Um, but I'm gonna listen to it every week because I love Joe Budden. He's just a great person. Um, at any rate, the situation <laughs> is what bothers me. Every friend in your life will tell you that money will never get in between you all right usually yeah i just i don't think that that's a true statement for (laughs) for anyone really because after listening to this this tift for two weeks at this point i've learned that it's never a big issue until there's a lot of money (laughs) like i mean obviously if it's $100, $200, $500, you could probably, you know, get over $500. But when you get into millions and millions and millions of dollars, then problems arise. Like, do you guys, I mean, do you guys get where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, I mean, most successful, like, like Joe Rogan doesn't have business with his friend. He has business partners. Like, Mm -hmm. that money is not... Him and his friends making it together because he did it the smart way. And again, you would like to think you'd go in business with friends, but like the minute, because there's emotions involved, it gets a lot messier. If it's just money, it's like, all right, you know, this is my percent. That's your percent. We're just making money. When it's like, oh, you disrespected me. You did all that. It changes it completely to just like, give me my cut to like, fuck you forever. Yeah. And... In this particular situation, Joe owns 100% of the podcast and the money that comes to it. That feels like a problem. (laughs) Well. Exactly. Well, it's not a problem if we sign documents stating that Joe owns 100% of the podcast. (laughs) That's true. If you agree to it, you have less of a leg to stand on. And that was the situation in this particular podcast where... They all, like the, the two co-hosts that are now having problems, uh, Rory and Maul, love them, shout out to them, um, both signed a contract essentially saying money is never going to be an issue here. I don't care. I don't, I don't have the, the verbiage of this contract, but I'm paraphrasing essentially. Said, I don't care, you know, do what you want. Can I interject real quick? Because yeah. you and I have previously discussed this, but now it thought just came to my head. You saying like they signed that? Now was this coming out of Joe Budden's mouth saying that they signed that contract, or is this actual like not obviously you're yeah. not going to see the actual contract, but I'm saying have multiple sources said hey, they signed this contract that said you know fuck it whatever. 
I paid two dollars last week <laughs> <laughs> to get the other side of the story. <laughs> and yes, they basically signed a contract. Okay, I just, yeah. I'm just double checking. And like my situation with this is like I I'm more depressed as a fan than I am like anything. But I feel like as a as a not an owner of a podcast, but as a friend to everyone that records with me and someone that someone that does editing does the what's called like i we we put out a podcast every week we're not making money but i do feel like at some point if we did make money then we would have to split it up right if you guys signed a document, not saying that you would, but yeah. if you guys signed a document saying, yo, you don't care anymore, and then all of a sudden we start making millions, and I'm paying you a fraction of those millions, I feel like there shouldn't be an issue with that. I mean, this could be an issue, but you technically can't. Like, Joe's not in the wrong, right? Yeah. Like, he's doing it. It's like, y'all agreed to it. It is what it is. But on a person, this is where you get your friends and business mixed up. If there was just a business that you owned, like, I own this restaurant, I make this percentage, and the cook's like, well, I think I should get more. It's like, well, when I hired you, you signed it and you agreed to it. But mm-hmm. that's disconnected from, like, hey, this I've known this dude for 30 years, and yeah. he didn't care then, but now I'm making a lot. And things get messy. Like, it is what it is. Well, and that's the, that's the problem with contracts, and that goes not even just to podcasts or whatever it goes to football it goes to goes to basketball it goes to music it goes to everything any kind of media that you consume nowadays is probably under contract rather than salary they call it a salary but they signed a piece of paper saying that yo this is five years you're gonna get paid x amount of dollars during that no matter what your performance is um and in joe's case for the past three years it's been the number one podcast on all platforms outside of the ones that don't matter. Uh, I mean, let's be real. Like Spotify, Apple Music, and what Google, and Google podcasts are three the that top three. That yeah, Joe yeah. Budden podcast number one on it. Um, they have, according to Joe, which you know I don't audit the podcast again, but since the Spotify contract ended in 2019, they have not been generating money at all. Joe gave a raise <laughs> to the people on the podcast during that time. That's but, been confirmed. But wait, if they weren't, if they signed a contract saying they didn't want any money, how are they like? What is a raise? Wouldn't that be just like a bonus? Well, I mean, it's just like a, it's just like a friendship type agreement. Essentially, you, yeah, they're gonna get paid. They're just not getting paid. They, they said they don't care what they're getting paid. Essentially, they said they're gonna get paid a fraction of the amount that this podcast makes. I don't know what the fraction is, but essentially they didn't care about how much, you know, they're getting because this is what they did for what, 24, 26 hours a month. Like, so like I will say the, we'll say their fraction of it is well, one fifth of the revenue generated from this podcast. The, beforehand they were getting paid one tenth. We'll say that. They got a raise in between the time that they weren't generating money, which instead of it being a question of, you know, wow, my friend is really good. We're not making money, but I got paid more money. It was, wow, my friend is increasing my paycheck when we're not allegedly not 
generating money. That was the that was essentially the argument at, at that point. So they asked for an audit on the podcast, these two people. And that's where Joe was like, nah. nah. Like, fuck that. Because yeah. it doesn't make a difference if they didn't audit because they agreed to that whatever. But it is... I see where they're like, that's shady as fuck. Where he says we don't got no money, but you gave us more money. So, like, they could have been making, you know, 100000 a year and Joe's making $10 million, But, you know, he says, oh, I'm not making anything. It's like, all right, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Right. No, I can see it both ways. Because it's like, you can say, yeah, you don't, you know, I don't have to show you this because you signed this. But also, it's like, isn't it really easy just to show it to him? That's exactly it, what I was telling Kyle. Like. And see, this is what bothers me. And people are going to say I stole this from Joe because he said this on Saturday, which I wish we could have fucking recorded on Friday when I was talking to Helen about this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I also said this on Skype to you, Eddie. It's just like if your girlfriend asked to see your phone. That, that is exactly how that is. It's just like that. Yeah, and what was my event, response to that? And your response is like, just give him the phone if you have nothing to hide. Yeah, exactly, exactly what I said too. But if that's the case, there's two things that are going to happen. One, you're going to find what you're looking for regardless of it being there or not. Like, it's going to happen. You're going to find something. It's not exactly what you're looking for, but you're going to find something that you don't like in my phone. And two... I'm going to be pissed because you don't trust me enough to know that I'm not going to be doing anything that what's called so like it's there's no way to win in that situation. There's there's zero win in like if you audited say you audited Joe or whatever, he's been paying they audited Joe, he's been paying them more money. They've definitely not been generating money. Now Joe's just going to be like, "Yeah, you audited me. I'm fucking broke. Guess what?" We're we're broke. So, what? Like now, what? Yeah. Like I don't even want to do business with you anymore because I I I proved to you already that I did what I did. You know, I'm doing the good, and you don't trust me. But my human brain is like, what if we audit him and this nigga's making ten million dollars a year and he's paying us scraps? Right. Again, and it doesn't is, matter because yeah. you signed the contract. But I would still be but, upset. Yeah, I get what they. I, I get what they're. Ooh, and God. you could still. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's Dallas. spilling drinks. <laughs> He's really, really passionate. Twenty about minutes the into the podcast, Adam's spilling drinks. <laughs> no, but uh, like I, I get what you're saying. It's just there's no win in in what they're this, looking for. This whole situation, I don't think, plays out to a win yeah. at and, all. And what Joe had said Tuesday essentially was this contract that they signed was going to end at the end of the year. So and they could have just not said anything until the end of the year. And then negotiated. Right. And now there's probably going to be no negotiating. Well, well there's definitely there's not going to be. Like, they're not on the, but they got fired. <laughs> like, now they're creating. Oh, like, he, like, legally fired them, I guess, from uh, that contract? He said he fired, fired. them on pod. <laughs> yeah, he fired saw, them I heard on that. pod. It was wild as shit. Like, Is yeah. awkward? Like, yeah. were they like, fuck you? I heard that. I, I mean, in their response video, essentially, they were like, he just doesn't respect us at this point to have that conversation with us rather than instead of recording it he could have just you know talked to us and said yo like this isn't gonna work blah 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 but instead he on recording said rory you're, you're in breach of contract you're fired <laughs> like yeah, I'd, be, I'd be heated if if that like my friend did that to and me. that's what i'm saying like i feel like that only adds to 
the, you know, suspicions and everything like. And one thing that, one thing about Joe Budden is he's good because he's known, I mean, he's not going to do what you, whatever you think he's going to do. He operates in a, a different way. Like I, and I, it, I love it. It does suck because some, I mean, I don't agree with all of his decisions, but you never know what's coming up next, you know? Yeah, but Um, that's what makes a good podcast. Just like that's what makes good TV. Like that's why the craziest people make the best reality TV shows. And like he knew that that would make a good podcast probably if he fired them on on recording. Yeah. Fast forward back to Saturday. (laughs) He was like, I asked for that part. Because I was hurt. He said I was hurt during thinking, talking on that podcast because I thought somebody, I thought Maul was coming to this podcast, doesn't show up. Rory has been talking. I've learned that both of them have the same lawyer. So they've been talking to the same person who's obviously poisoned the water at this point and said, hey, like, you guys need to do this, that, and the other. He said I was hurt. So when I, when I said that on recording, he said, I asked for this stuff to be removed from the, from the pod. Literally called out his editor and said, hey, I asked for this stuff to be removed. And it wasn't. It was put out. So, and then another part of it was it was put out on Apple for free for maybe an hour. An hour, two hours, something like that. Okay, but do we really believe that was all his editor? Because that'd be really easy for him to just blame his editor. That's true, but the editor also put this on recording. (laughs) I mean, maybe the editor is just a fucking genius, but I I don't know if I would be the type of person to be like, yeah, I made that mistake, and then allow it to be put on recording that I made that mistake, you know? So he... So he said, I asked for this to be removed, and it wasn't removed. And obviously, when it was put on Apple, everybody, like it was burned. Everybody listened. They put, they, they got to certain parts, recorded it, put it on Twitter. The clips were already out. It didn't matter. So they took it off Apple. Then they put it on Patreon behind a $10 paywall. But it's the same podcast. And at that point, everybody Everybody's already heard it, yeah. Everybody already heard it. So at any rate, I think that this is a impossible situation to reconcile. I hope that they remain friends, but I don't want that to happen to me or this podcast or anything. So I, I did, uh, in, I did at one point want to come up with on recording all of us come up with a not a contract, but like some kind of agreement to how money would go if we did this but we don't have everybody here so i, mean, I can talk for people <laughs> it's not a big deal they, I'll just all, talk they, they surrender their chair to annabelle adam. doesn't she doesn't want to cut don't worry about her <laughs> <laughs> when you adam. Not, don't even care about dreams just make sure annabelle gets nothing no i i mean honestly honestly though like i wouldn't even mind it being an even whatever until i get my money back for the equipment that i paid for that's mm-hmm. the only thing that bothered that not bothering me it's the only yeah, thing hurt. that would bother me in the event that we did start making money is like, yo, can I at least get my podcast equipment yeah. money as back? A, as a dude who's edited and had the equipment, I'm like, yeah, let me at least get this back. Like, I'm not going to complain, but if we make making money, let me get this back because mm-hmm. this is time and money. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's where you would say, like, it's not going to be this split until this, this, and this are paid for, and then you start to split the money. And that's See, what I, ultimately was my argument 
against, not even against Colin, but just kind of playing the devil's advocate in that discussion that we had was like, this whole thing could have probably been avoided through transparency. Like I get that, you know, Joe Button owns a hundred percent, like whatever. But if he's arguing against this, like I'm not doing anything, like I paid them when we weren't making money, like then that's fine. Like make them look like the assholes. And show the receipts. Show it. Make and it public. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're gonna feel real fucking shitty after like, oh shit. We, but do you do you think they return to work off of that? I mean, we don't mm-hmm. know. And but you, you don't, but like, realistically speaking, if those receipts were shown and they are found to be just dickheads at that point, shout out to my Philly fam, <laughs> um, do they return to work? I don't think they do. But they're not returning to work now. Yeah, because they're fired. So, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> either way, it's ending up like they still maybe could yeah, have like, stayed friends and after. That's, and that's what I was telling them. I'm just like... Because in the sense, I can see it where, like, Adam kind of said it. Like, and I gave him this. I'm like, what if I took, like, his car, right? Sold it for whatever, a million dollars. Gave Kylan 50 grand. And I was like, yeah, I sold it for um, 45 or something, whatever. I, I, only kept, I only kept five grand. You get the rest. But really, I sold it for a mil. And I'm pocketing all this. Like, and then he finds out. Then it's like, well, where's the rest of the fucking money that you owe me? It was my car, this and that. And it was just like, transparency is all it is needed. Like. If it, it, it doesn't matter, I, I get that they signed the contract. I get that. And that's the only reason why I am siding with, with Joe Budden. But it's just like. I don't think there's required transparency in a situation with a contract. Right? But that's where it gets messy when it's your friends. Because like they might not fully trust him. So it's like they might have needed that to like build the trust and be like, okay, cool. We can trust you a hundred percent. Yeah. And that's true. But at the same time, you still have to protect yourself in that situation. I, I, and I think that I, I think, well, Dave Chappelle said it best. It was, he said, you know, when he was younger, he played a game of three-card money on the street. He had $60 to his name, had a girl come into town. $60 in his name. So he walked down the street, saw this dude you know, doing three-card money, and he was like watching him, just watching him for about an hour, and he's like, oh, I got this. Are you familiar with that game? Mm-mm. Uh, it's three cards, like one's red, two are, blue, or two are black. They're all folded, essentially. So the the guy who's playing who's created this game for you is like find the red card. It's only three cards. Like you can figure it out. Like they mix it they mix it around, do all these other do all this cool shit or whatever with it. And then once it's mixed around, you choose which one's supposed to be the card, the red card. So it's a very simple game. It's essentially he watched for an hour and he's like, oh, I got it right you know, five times a row, I'm going to start playing because this is going to make me extra money. You bid your money, you play the game. If you get it right, you get extra money. If you get it wrong, you lose the money that you bid. Well, he got out there, watched this dude, blah, blah, blah. And he start. he's like, fuck it, I'm going to play. He starts playing, he loses all his money. And then he's like, how the fuck did I lose when I've watched this guy play for an hour? And then he thought about it and he was like, what if everybody that was playing around, like, while he was watching, was in on this game of three-card money? What if the crowd 
was in on it. So if you don't create yourself an environment where people around you are with you, then you, you're, you're going to leave yourself that opportunity to be taken advantage of. If they sign a contract, and I mean, the contract, if, if Joe Budden slides a contract in, it is not in your favor. I'm sorry. It's not like if it's just one person that's signing, giving you a contract that says, yo, never gonna be. this is it, blah, blah, that is, there's, you, 100%, that's not going to be in your favor. It's never going to be in your favor. Yeah, no one writes you a contract that, that doesn't favor them. Yeah. <laughs> it has like, to be negotiated. There's yeah. no, like, first time, this is all for you. Yeah. Like, no, you're getting like, fucked. It's, yeah. it's just like, I mean, you can't, and if Joe Budden and Joe Budden's lawyer are like, hey, here's a contract, and you're the only person there, guess what? Not in your favor either. <laughs> but if you brought somebody in from the outside that you trust and you know, then guess what? That contract's going to be looked at thoroughly, and boom, there's going to be holes that need to be fixed. But I don't think that's what happened in this situation. Like you said, Joe probably slid a contract to him and said, hey, yo, like, we're friends. Like, I'm not going to fuck you. Sure. And I don't think that Joe is fucking them right now. I, I think he's given money, more money than he should have, to be honest. But... This that contract was definitely in Joe Budden's favor, like it had to have been, because we wouldn't be in the situation if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, my only question is, where you said breach your contract, you're fired. That's why those dudes are like they're gonna. You said the contract was only to the end of the year. Mm. They need to get paid the rest of their money because contracts go both ways. They got mm. fucked on that contract, but he also signed the contract and they did not do any. Them asking to see the money. Unless it says in that contract, You're I don't know why out. that would be there. Right. He owes them the rest of their money for the rest of the year. And I'm interested in what the breach is. That's what I'm saying. What yeah. do they do? Asking Ask to look at to a receipt the, yeah. is not a breach right. of contract. My, my guess would be finding, and I don't know, but my guess would be having something to do with the lawyer situation that they added to it. Or emails that were sent. I don't know. It is what it is. But that still doesn't seem like it would be reason to breach be fired. Of, yeah. Yeah. And also, somebody said this on Twitter. He's like, if you fired somebody on a contract, then they're not contract. Like, because the other thing he said a week ago was like, if they go out and create another podcast, I'm going to sue the pants off of them because that was part of their contract. They can't do it for a year. But if you fired somebody, they're not liable. Somebody, then they can make a podcast. Yeah. Which I think they decided that they're going to. At any rate, I don't want to lose friends over money. (laughs) Is what I'm getting at. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that the, there's a true statement in the fact that money's never going to come between people because that's the leading reason for divorces right now. <laughs> like money is the leading reason. I'm sorry. It just is. And if that's supposed to be the, you know, the, the highest of relationships and friends, I'm sorry. Like if you, like if there's enough money, there's going to be a problem. Here's here's what I'll suggest to do, even though we never know if we get to this point. Don't do it like Joe Budden where, like, just sign this contract. I've seen it done. These these guys on YouTube that I watch, right? They have started a company. They're like, each person gets this same percentage of the company. Don't argue. There's no arguing. This is what it is. And anybody afterwards will do as a contractor. So they just get paid per appearance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that group, like, one of the dudes fell apart and, like, he broke up. And he's like, all right, I'm quitting. We broke up. And he sold his portion of the company and got his money back. So yeah. like, even though they had, fr- they were friends and they all figured it out at the end of the day, when they all had an equal share and something bad happened, he still got paid what he was due 
and, and everything's copacetic. There's no problem. And everyone else is a contractor, so they can't complain. That's the way to do it. Just being like Colin, be like, just trust me. You can't do that. B, yeah, I mean, even I mean, yeah. equal, and then nobody can complain. Even if like, I don't want 25%. No, you're going to take 25%. <laughs> we're, not gonna, we're not doing this later. Yeah. We're just going to go ahead and do it now. Because, if you yeah. want out, you give me. I will give you $500 for your 25%. And, and that's the thing about percentages. They never lose value. Like they will all. Well, they lose value if the company lose the the oh, no, podcast no. loses value, but they don't lose value in comparison to the next person. So, like, if you always did it that way, I think that would be good. I just need my money back for my shit. Oh my <laughs> god, you're gonna get your money back for your equipment. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, I'm very sad. Please yeah. come back. The minute I was on Twitter and I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, why is this on my Twitter timeline? Because I don't give a fuck about Joe Budden. <laughs> and it was like, Kylan liked. And I was like, oh, of course. Here we go. And I was like, bro, what's going on, my guy? And he's like, man, I'm depressed. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's been a big part of my life for four years now. This podcast has gone on for seven. And I jumped on an episode maybe 180. We're on 435 two times a week. Like. They're not my friends, but like <laughs> I well. know enough about Joe Button, Rory, and Maul. That I, like, might as well be. Yeah, like I, there. It's just it sucks to see that kind of chemistry disappear. It's like watching that that San Antonio Spurs team five or twenty years ago fall apart. Like, like one player leaves, another player leaves. Like they won five championships. Like. <laughs> Now we don't even know a name on the San Antonio Spurs. Because that's the thing. You'll listen to Joe Budden, but like, at what point does it become not the same thing and you're uninterested? You might stay, but a lot, like we were saying on Twitter, like a lot of people are probably going to be like, fuck this. I only care about Rory. Like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. It, it is, people have screenshotted the Patreon subscription that they had and said, no Rory, no Maul, no me. Like, that is the comment. <laughs> it's like. Well, I mean, in that kind of situation, you're always going to have fans who are going to pick sides. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's totally normal. Again, the YouTube thing I was talking about, that's exactly what happened. That dude left, and then people followed him to his thing, and they were like, fuck the old people. Some people stay with old people. Like, that's how it goes. So whenever we get big, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going on my own, people are going to follow me. It is what it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to happen, you know? Um, But, and to continue on the Joe Budden podcast, last Saturday he had his therapist, excuse me, record for two hours with him. And I've never been to therapy in my life, ever, never in my life. However, that one conversation kind of like maybe I want to go talk to a therapist. I don't know. Honestly, if everyone, if you're able to, everyone should go do it. Yes. At least if it's just a couple sessions. Yeah, go. Have you gone? When I was younger. Yeah. Okay. Helen, have you? They just told me I was sociopath, but no big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you started burning frogs on the sidewalk and it was like, not psychotic i'm a sociopath it's different i just picture adam as sid from toy story <laughs> like, just popping heads off of toys no. and shit. magnifying glass and everything it was a bastard <laughs> no um like there's a lot that she was saying just across relationships and things like that and like i as someone who agreed with Joe, I was just listening to her talk about how Joe talks to people and handles people and being like, damn, like, do I do that? Like, it'll, it'll, like, therapy will have you self question a lot of behaviors that you thought were fine, that you thought you were improving, like, from past behaviors. And I'm telling you this as somebody who, like, 
I've, I've obviously gone to therapy and whatnot, but like, I remember my first few sessions, you know, talking, getting feedback. And I was like, damn, here I thought I was doing things right. When in reality, like, I was just, you know, it was not a facade, but I was kind of just like substituting one, not toxic, but just like detrimental behavior with another that I thought was the correct correct just because it was the complete opposite and sometimes because it's the opposite doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing what you need to be doing Mm -hmm. so i was just like okay okay so i i would say yes it is very beneficial to i mean i don't see how it couldn't be yeah i mean you're right yes (laughs) i've never i've never heard somebody talk about therapy and be like that shit didn't do anything for me like (laughs) wasted an entire hour of my life with that i I feel like people who go into it who are forced and are not open to it might say that Mm -hmm. but that would be solely because you were forced to do that was uh, it's not that i was forced but like when i first decided that like i'm gonna make the jump to see a therapist and things like that i remember being on the phone with them I'm kind of holding back on things and like saying things. And then like mid phrase, I'm like, why the hell am I holding back? Like, this is what it's for. Right. And then once you get in the habit of like, cause you know, like you, I can talk to you, like you guys are some of my closest friends and stuff and I can tell you things, but there's still some things that I may or may not hold back just solely because I feel like, eh, well, I maybe shouldn't say that to my friend or something, whatever. But once you get past that hurdle with the therapist, when you realize that they're just a third party unbiased doesn't really know you outside so it's like oh okay this is easy to kind of just it feels good to finally you know just let it out let it all fucking out yeah so and the best thing like you said it's like it's a non-biased opinion yeah like and they are just hearing it for what it is and have no emotions involved i was gonna say i'm all for having a good support system having friends and whatnot but like most of the time friends are going to tell you what you want to hear like oh it'll be okay or oh like it sucks but right. but like so sometimes you need that extra you Kick know in the ass. Yeah. i don't i don't think that makes them i now don't get me wrong like friends do soften what they're saying we've had that conversation on this podcast multiple times but i don't think that that makes a good friend if they are telling you what you want to hear like, I I mean, I've gone out of my way to tell you, I mean, what's your current situation? I've been yeah. like, you've made a decision and I've just flat out said, yo, like, that's dumb. dumb. Like, <laughs> I was like, you're going to, I was like, you're going to regret that. Like, yeah. I mean, there's things that like, I, and I think you truly have a friend if they tell you like you're the shit that you don't want to hear. Like, I don't disagree with that, but I do think to a certain extent, your friends are going to say it in a way that like is going to be constructive criticism but not like completely destroy you. Blunt, like yeah. yeah yeah also it's a little different when someone has studied it for years and coming at you from a professional like scientific angle right oh, yeah. like <laughs> they're not gonna like again they don't have to soften it even if your friends might not do it. they're also like oh no this is actually what this is like i'm telling you as someone who's seen it a hundred times yeah your friends might not have that knowledge even if they are being blunt with you yeah they you know i mean they don't i agree and like how they can just like within one session connect shit from your past. Like this is why you feel this way or you act this way because you just told me this one story from a child and they can like link it together. Like 
your friends aren't going to sit there and do that shit. That shit will have you thinking like, damn, who am I? <laughs> I just love the fact that every time Joe had something to say, she was like, no, nah. <laughs> like, you're, you're off on that. Like, I can't believe like you, because I guess she had been through this, like she had, he's gone to sessions during the time that this, there's been issues and she's just sitting there like you, you're the aggressor 95% of the time. And when you're the aggressor, you don't allow other people to um, to get out their thoughts. You you go out of your way to tell them that they're wrong. Or they're fired. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was in the right to do. He probably should have fired them a long time ago, but not. You know, it shouldn't have been. But maybe if he had not been the aggressor ninety five percent of the time. There wouldn't be an, have been an issue to where he needed to fire them. True, they yeah. could have been a recurring like, "Hey, by the way," and then he's like, "Nah, fuck y'all." And then right, like after build, a while, you're not build, just gonna let somebody build. keep I, I, telling like, you, yeah. I agree with him, but anyways, continue. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it was just I I love that there was an unrelenting, like I'm just going to tell you what's going on rather than what you think is going on is correct. I mean, that's what you're paying them for. So they better do <laughs> I mean, I'd be pissed if they were like, yeah, you're right. And be like, no, I'm paying you to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> do some self-reflecting here. But yeah. Um, that's been my week. I sat on Saturday listening to that podcast for three hours and then another seven hours reflecting on my relationships with my friends. And if I fucked up anywhere with you guys, so <laughs> This like, is what happens when I go out of town. Yeah, Helen was Please gone. Leave them ever Helen again. was gone, <laughs> and I was sitting in the shower crying, <laughs> fully clothed. <laughs> Pull the chair from the kitchen, yeah, fully clothed, <laughs> sitting down. Like God, did like I, I think I sent a text message to Clyde, Eddie, and Sam, and said like I don't feel like I've been a good friend to you guys. We're all like, what? <laughs> like, oh, he's listening to Joe Budden. Yeah, all right, let's go. That damn Joe Budden again. Like. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm over that, that depressive phase, but I think it was very important to sit down and think of those things. Like, I didn't go to a cookout with Eddie and them because... Literally. Like, he didn't leave the house. His feelings. Play Diablo and was like, this, isn't even, this isn't even fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hate this shit. I didn't even get past the loading screen. He was just staring at it. Just <laughs> what do I name it? What do I name this character? <laughs> but, yeah. What did you guys do this weekend? Exactly How was your not that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really do much. I mean, Friday I went to, I guess, the first official concert that I've been to since COVID happened. Were people wearing masks? No. A. They were B, C, D. Oh. July 11th, no mask mandate in Kentucky. Let's go. Didn't they already say that? I thought it was June 11th. June 11th, let's go. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah. They already said um, that. Why are we didn't like say that, that on the pod. It's breaking news. But we didn't say it on the pod. Oh, breaking news. You were looking at your phone. It looked like you just read that <laughs> yeah. like for the first time. Yes. Dude, see, I got to make the viewers, <laughs> listeners think. They're going to be like, like, you're way behind, dude. We heard this shit four days ago. <laughs> my bad. Go but ahead. no, we were, yeah, we went to, well, we met um, her siblings at Goodfellas. Had a few there, and then we went over across the street to the borough. Actually, really set up really nicely, like nicely spaced out. All the tables were dope. The food that they were having, I forgot the who was, was providing it a food the truck? food. Nah, it was like they had that little window. Uh huh. Oh, at the borough arcade. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but their their burgers and stuff were really really good. And then the concert was 
was real dope. Like it was cool to see people normal, I guess. Just yeah. Everybody was sitting at their own table. Like you could masks were basically optional. Like they're like, we're not enforcing them if you're vaccinated, but we're taking your word for it, which it's, it's a double edged sword, but everybody in my group was fully vaccinated. So I'm going to take the word and say that other people were as well, but it was cool. I mean, it was nice to, like I say, feel some type of normalcy. Nice to see live music again. Um, it was fun. Other than that, I had that cookout that I invited Colin to. That he didn't show up, but Annabelle and Richard did, so that was fun. It's <laughs> um. in the process of counting the shower droplets that came out of the fall. Water's cold as hell. <laughs> no hot water in the house at all. Still Nile. <laughs> I felt so weird going in public though. Ever since Thursday, when the when they announced that the masks were optional, like I don't really know what to do like when to wear a mask when not to wear a mask like if people aren't wearing a mask and I go in with a mask I feel like people are assuming that I'm not vaccinated and I want to be like no I'm vaccinated I just don't like I don't know if I I should wear this or not are you vaccinated like you know but you don't want to ask people like if you're just like in a quick like public setting like going somewhere but I've seen like I feel like it's been like half and half people wearing masks and people not which again I'm like are people still not vaccinated when I do see people wearing masks but like I don't know if, if it's I think there's a couple chains like Trader Joe's Target um, a couple other ones Kroger's still requiring it yeah Kroger still yeah. is but there's like yeah, like uh, the only thing I could think of Target and, and uh, Trader Joe's are two of the ones that are no longer enforcing it and so I've yet to go into either of the stores but I'm assuming like people are still going to be wearing them and no I was in Target last night and like it was pretty much 50 50 yeah with employees and customers. I'm assuming the employees have to because like no I'm saying Fifty oh, percent of the employees really? were wearing it. Fifty percent were wow. not. I mean, so at our place of employment, it's still we as employees still have right. That. Yeah, I guess Target doesn't have that rule. And we're no longer chasing people to put a mask on. Yeah, they don't come in with it. I just feel like, damn, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's things are going to be more normal, especially by the end of the summer. Because here's the mask stuff will stop. People who want to wear them will keep wearing them. People who never wanted to wear them and refuse a vaccination, if they get sick, whatever, that's on them. And everyone else is good. So it's like mm-hmm. at the end of this at this point, everyone can do what they want. And the people who would get people sick are only going to get themselves sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever. Things are normal. Again, um, concerts coming back. I'm finally going to see movies. Wow. We're going to see Fast and Furious 9 in the movie theater. Let's go, baby. Dude, hell yeah. I can't believe it. They haven't drove notes. a car in Fast and Furious. <laughs> and fucking they haven't raced. In six... <laughs> Six movies. Like, they've been doing everything but driving vehicles. They drive cars to the submarines. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to the moon. And, uh, at this I think point, they I'm drove a car like, into a helicopter in one, one of them recently. I don't know. At like, this point, like, Thanos is going to come back and they're going to take on him. Fucking Vin Diesel's going <laughs> to get the Infinity Gauntlet. And I cried when Thanos died. Which which time? Yeah. Both. <laughs> Like, Can you imagine really, somebody getting upset at us in the comments? Like, damn, you spoiled it for me. Like, it's been fucking what three years now? Like, I mean, it was such a, he was just such a boss, he and just true. so calm, never mad at anything. He was just like, do what he had to do. It's his destiny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I'm doing this whether y'all like it or not. And then he put an ass whooping on Hulk. Like, yeah, gave Hulk a three piece combo. Yo. He wasn't even mad anymore. <laughs> like Hulk. <laughs> Hulk ain't never angry anymore. Like, that's how bad you got beat up. You know how strong you got to be to not 
get mad anymore. Like, that's your superpower. You get mad and beat people up. Like, Bruh, like, that, I laughed, actually. Like, like Bruce was just sitting there like, come on, Hulk. He's like, no. <laughs> not that one. Bruh, not going to lie. I, when I see videos, you'll see videos of, like, dudes, like, drunk idiots getting fought in the street. And it was one It was, like, some dude with overalls. So, you know, some fucking idiot country bumpkin. And he tried to fight this dude. And this dude straight up hit him like, one time. And he stumbled, like, into the street, fell over, and just get up and walks away. He's like... He got his ass beat, so he's like, I just, okay, I guess I'll go. I, yeah, I'm like, not even mad. Like, all right. That's common like, I don't need, no, no need for further embarrassment. You're you right. Let me pull him over also get going, I guess. <laughs> One hit is all it takes sometimes, you know? Like, if, if I get hit and I wake up on the ground, like, okay, I'm not, you, yeah, like, that's it. There's no point in me getting back up and trying to prove myself because I'm going to Yeah, like. See, that's the reason I couldn't be in UFC. Like, you can't just knock me out and then I got to shake your hand after I come to. <laughs> like, like, fuck that. Running away. Like, you do it for a paycheck. I mean, right. maybe. But, like, like, you can't just hit me hard as fuck and I'm just, like, done. And then I got to get up and be like, oh, yeah. It's so a great fucking match. Somebody, I got that from Twitter. But somebody's like, what you going to do? Hit him again so he can wash your ass one more time? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so true. Like, get beat up twice. He's like, I like your spirit, kid, as he beats your ass again. <laughs> Love Thanos. What a good guy. Miss him. How's everybody else's week? We went through your twos. Did yeah. we go through yours? No. Go for it. Um, well, my sister's moving to New York. New York City. Oh. Yes, the Big Apple. <laughs> Pretty big news. And uh, she has about a little less than two weeks left to pack up her life Aww. in Louisville in a three-bedroom house to go to a one-bedroom apartment in New York. So, I don't know your sister, but uh, Why? So she's always wanted to live in New York and she was miserable at her current job. So she started looking for jobs. And so she just started looking for jobs in New York and was like, if I can get a job, then I'm going to try it. And she got a job and they were like, can you start June 1st? And she was like, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's kind of how I got to Kentucky. So yeah. So she's going to try it, but basically she had a lot of shit to get done and still does because they literally drive to New York in two weeks, less than two weeks. So was I was wild. in Louisville all weekend helping her while Kylan sat here depressed in the house. That's where you were gone while he was sitting there crying yes. in the shower. Yeah, the shower. Yes. Damn, wild. <laughs> the showers are cool. <laughs> what about you, Adam? What did you do this weekend? Man, see, since last time I was on podcast was, it was probably like November, maybe? Yeah. It was, like it was it's been a winter months. We were definitely at the apartment. You were definitely yeah. at the apartment. Um so since then, I mean, you know, living my life, doing my thing, still running multiple podcasts. Say, how many pods do you do now? Uh, <laughs> well, two full time. About to start another one, maybe. Well, that's actually Twitch stream, so it's different. But yeah, I just stay busy doing that, and I'm actually very tired of editing. But it is what it is. You yeah. got to do the work. Uh, see, Colin, how long does it take you to edit this? For like 20, 30 minutes? Honestly, in in the past few episodes, there hasn't been a lot of editable points. And one of them I said I was going to edit in, and I didn't. When you're just like a talking podcast, it's like, whatever. It takes me, literally, the game podcast takes me three minutes to edit. Yeah. I mean, the the thing about it is there's there's not a lot of dead air in our podcast. Like, the the big thing is if we say something questionable, yeah, I got to go find that and get rid of it, which... Has happened a couple times. Let me pull out that racial slur real quick. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, or if we say Dropping someone's name, name that would, yeah. yeah, if we drop somebody's name that like would cause problems, and yeah, like 
Yeah, we gotta cut that. Not out. that yeah. they're gonna wash me. Like fuck, I'm Thanos in this. Not gonna, you gotta, <laughs> if you try and box, shut like, the fuck come, up. Come see me. <laughs> so yeah, normally finger. editing's not that bad, <laughs> but my other one takes me five hours an episode, and I'm just I'm getting burnt out. Five hours? What are y'all doing on there? I'm doing so much editing. It's like I'm editing for content, then I'm editing in changing people's volume. like that one is so intensive in that one. But are um, you just talking? Like, what kind of a podcast? No, that one, it's uh, like a, a D&D, like kind of a role play, whatever, uh, adventure shit. And I had to, like, make it a show. So uh, it's like a three-hour recording. I'm like, going to make this a one-hour episode kind of thing. Oh, it's like yeah, production, okay. basically. Yeah, so that's like a full thing, which is fun. But, like, that's just so much work. I haven't actually done one of those in a while. But <laughs> outside of that, uh, I started collecting football cards because that's a fun time. And there's everyone, you guys will know. I think I'm the oldest here, probably. Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. I know I'm older I'm than turning 30. I'm the youngest Joel. one. So. <laughs> yeah. So there eventually you'll hit a point in your life when you're like, you're doing good at your job. Your life is secure. You're happy doing whatever. And then you just, you have more time than money. And you're like kind of bored. You're like, man, I kind of need a hobby or something to do. Um, so I was like, you know, I'd go home after work. I'd play Xbox, have a good time. I was like, man, you know, I need to find something to do. Because I just want fulfillment in my life. And I was like, what's up with football cards? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I bought some new 2021 football cards uh, because I have to find something to waste all this money on. So <laughs> I spent, um, I got 400 cards, cost me $300. Um, and I opened all the packs and I got a lot of rare ones. I mean, honestly, with like three cards that I got out of there, I could pay back the box. Like that's yeah. how much they're worth. So it's not a big deal. But I'm just like, I got to do something, man. So... It's like the 2021 cards are worth something. Yeah, like rookie signatures are worth normally a lot of money, especially hmm. if a guy's good. Yeah. So like if you had like last year like a Joe Burrow signature, you could probably sell a card for like $250 easy. Joe Burrow being the number one pick in the draft. See, I just assume like older cards would be more. Yeah, I mean if you get like a rookie card from like Peyton Manning signed, you can sell that for like $20,000. Yeah. I got uh, a, I have a Kobe Bryant high school card. That's probably worth big dollars. Yeah, right if that's in good shape, he could definitely sell that for a lot of money. Where's it at? Dad's. Where's uh, Where's Pops live at? Memphis. Oh, <laughs> make a trip. Make a, a trip. Like, don't a trip? don't <laughs> lick your teeth as you're like. <laughs> I don't know if that came through, but I definitely licked my lips. Being, yeah, I'm being where, where's he live? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you hit a certain point. It's like I've got money. You know, I don't have a lot of free time to do a lot of stuff. I just need to waste money. And that's what I did. I was like, oh, let me start buying cards and collecting cards because whatever. I'm literally just an old man. Like, you go to, like, your your Uncle Joe's house, and he's like, well, I've got every baseball card from 1950 to 1963. And it's like, that's me, but I'm 30. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I've been doing, man. I mean, I think that's that's true. Like, the way that you, the way that you describe it, at some point, like, when you're mid, close to your 30s, like, you're like, fuck, man. Like, I finally got to a point where I can pay my bills and not care anymore like about how I'm spending well not 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 care how I'm, I care how I spend you can make but purchases you could not have when you were younger yeah. yeah so like I mean I that's what I ended up doing with stocks and like Helen hates it because like, yeah exactly now you're like, I'm, it, I'm the stock guy now and it's like <laughs> all right make your three dollars a day but sometimes right. I make 30 and it's just like but that's what you do because what else are you gonna do yeah <laughs> I don't care that he does it I care how much he talks about it. Yeah, we do talk about it's it. It's like his other girlfriend. I mean, it's that's, like, that's oh, you're mean not video listening games. to me? Oh, he's, he's buying stuff. Yeah, that's me in video games, me and cards. I'm like, again, I'm right on Twitter. I got a Trey Lance rookie signature. Let's go, guys. 
In my case, it's something that I'm passionate about because it's what I want to do as a job. But unfortunately, the path to do so is very difficult. It's tough. It's, well, not difficult, but like you have to have a financial institution be your sponsor, even though you could pay for the money. You have to have somebody say, hey, like this guy can go get licensed under our name, which is the dumbest shit in the world. Like, how come I can't just be an individual guy and then become a financial institution after I, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, that whole system is... It's very interesting, and I feel like half of it's rigged at the stock market, but whatever, uh, in a certain way. Like you're talking about, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't buy stocks unless someone says I can buy... Whatever. But yeah, you'll you'll hit that point, and you'll hit that point where you're just going to... You're just going to do something stupid. A lot of, a lot of uh, like, 45-year-old white dudes buy sports cars. <laughs> yeah. so, you're saying you just hit your midlife crisis early I'm not even a crisis at this point I'm just like I need something to do I will eventually be like I gotta go on vacation to Jamaica every year because <laughs> I'm still young I'm not he's already point. got the dress yeah. for it like, yeah, I'm not at that point but I'm just like what, what can I again I bought the new Xbox and the new Playstation and a gaming PC because Why what not? else am I gonna do with my life Damn. <laughs> that's how it is It'd be like but that. like those are the things that are making you happy though yeah like, which I think is important because money doesn't always do that. No, yeah, it's it all about. <laughs> no, it definitely helps. But yeah, it helps, but I, it's just like, yeah, I'm just like, what's a hobby that's interesting to me? Like, just what's a fun thing I can do? And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I've been up to for. And also, COVID doesn't help because I like normally, like, oh, I'll just go out and drink. And it's like, mm, well, can I really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Safely. I can now, but, you know, like four months ago, definitely could not do that. So, yeah, yeah just having fun. I feel like when I get to that stage, I'm gonna be that guy that buys that uh really nice virtual driving setup with like the wheel, the like the seven monitors, <laughs> yeah, 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 like with yeah. the chair that moves, and because like I I've been seeing them videos on TikTok, Twitter, wherever. I'm like damn, yo, you get on TikTok and it's like here's my home entertainment room, yeah, and it's just like forty thousand dollars worth of equipment, yeah. because this forty five year old stockbroker had nothing better to nothing do with his life, yeah. single, no kids, like. And he's like, I've got hue lights everywhere. It's <laughs> so nice. Make $12,000 a month. Like. Watch this. When I flick the switch, it changes colors. <laughs> but yeah. I once had a water-cooled computer. That was, cool, that was one of the most expensive purchases I ever did. And it's only because it was cool and lit up. Exactly. Everything's got RGB lights. But yeah, yeah. you'll get there eventually. <laughs> It'll be, you know, you'll get into... Like, I know uh, people I work with at Garden, that's literally all That's they, literally is that's that what, what you do? I was going to say. I was, just, I was looking <laughs> around, there's Eddie plants. I was about to say that about Halloween. I mean, there's nothing wrong. It's good. Again, it's relaxing. It's good. But it's like that you will literally, gardening will be your life. That is what you well, do. Well, then I've hit it early. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll be like antiquing or just like whatever. Annabelle. You know, bourbon, like going on bourbon tours and just people just, you know. See? It's just I, accept it. You're old. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I only want to go on bourbon tours to like say that I can I get a passport for it and just stamp it to say that I've been there because after I go on one like you'll really start need to go to another to yeah like, no you'll scrapbook and be like here's every distillery to be fair to. one of my first like outings here in Kentucky was to two different distilleries and it is pretty fun like I had I knew bourbon wasn't a type of alcohol and that was and hell maybe not even that like I was just like oh that's okay cool. I don't know how big it was in Kentucky, but going and like seeing everything and it was pretty cool. So yes, it would I've, be nice. To, I've been to two, Woodford and Buffalo Trace. Woodford's I've, fun. I've been. And it's just, it's the same thing. Like, <laughs> it's maybe. different, it's different bourbon, but it's 
the same. Like I was gonna say maybe because you know bourbon a lot better than I do. But like when I went, I went to Wild Turkey and Four Roses, mm-hmm. and they were dope as hell. Like I guess now in hindsight, they're just yes. nice. They're nice venues. I yeah. mean, coming, uh, Kyle and I love you, and I love everybody here. But don't you just go to different breweries all the time and just drink? <laughs> They're like house beer. Isn't and, that almost the same thing? And it's the same thing. I know. <laughs> and you keep going to different ones because that's what you do. It's fine. There's exactly. nothing wrong with it. Live your life. Yeah. It's that fun. Watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, Have fun. Out of them, like still haven't drove a car. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped racing after what the third one? Tokyo. They Drake? brought it back in six. Six. Okay. Oh, and then nice. never. Again. <laughs> Did they race for each other's heart in one movie? No, you race is for family. Love, you race a, for family, Kyle, and get it together. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> for family? Yeah. You clearly lost. My it's bad. Somehow go to Dubai. I need to rewatch them. Drive a supercar off a building and landing on another building. They did that twice. For family guy. For family guy. For family. Not for family guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Also Christ. a really good show, but besides the point. But yeah. Seems like we had a great time this weekend. It does sound like we had a great time. Oh, Except yeah. for Colin, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Colin. Uh, but hey, you know what? We kick Annabelle off the podcast, bring Dreeny back in. Everyone has a good time. <laughs> God, Annabelle girl. is going to listen to this podcast and be like, where's Adam? Where does he live? <laughs> Where does he live? Where does he work? Like John Cena's in it now? Yeah, I love how a trailer for Fast 9 came on and why we were talking about yeah. this. So let's go. This shit. I think what's going on is Fast and Furious 7 came out and then the Expendables came out and they were like, wait a second. We, got we can do we can do the Expendables. We already have half the cast. <laughs> let me just let me just add the rest of them. Oh no, man, that started with five when the rock was there and they pulled a safe through the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, now we're gonna get we're gonna get into this. Oh, I thought we were gonna end the podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna have a podcast because I was in the I was in the barber shop watching the. Did you part schedule your re- new one? Huh? Did, you, did you schedule your new next appointment already for the barber shop? Yeah, of course. Okay. Making sure. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a haircut. Anyway, <laughs> actually, Helen just hit me to the. Why don't I just schedule it every two weeks? I know. I've been just listening to the old it episodes. Was on the and I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was at the barber shop and. They were in the streets of Rio de Janeiro or whatever, shooting guns. And I was like, what movie is this? I've never seen this before. I was so pissed off once it got to the end of it. Because, you know, when you go to a black barber shop, you're in there for fucking forever. At least seven hours. hours. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) And I get to it and it said Fast and Furious, whatever number it was. Fast Five. And I was like, what (laughs) the fuck? I don't even. Like, once again, I didn't know they they didn't. I'm pretty sure they didn't drive a car for the rest of the movie. It was an hour, <laughs> and like I don't don't remember seeing cars, guns. That's all I saw. Yeah, that was when The Rock was still a bad guy in that movie. Yeah, yeah. but now he's a good guy because yeah. he's family. But now he's part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> but are they still good? <laughs> Actually, define good. Well, I don't think any of them were ever good. I haven't seen a lot of. They're movies, definitely all criminals who do good things. Yes. Are uh, you talking so about like the movies themselves? Heroes. Yes. Oh, the movies themselves are yeah, fantastic. Great. Like. It, like it's not you're, it's not an Oscar winning film, but it is definitely an enjoyable. But after hours. nine of them, yes, and I, and I think at this point, and like Adam might disagree with me, but like because it's so absurd what they're doing from like the original Fast and Furious and Too Fast and all that, that you're like, what more can they do? And that's that's at least personally why I keep watching them because it's like damn, like I I had I think last year during quarantine was when I saw the one where 
they're in Hawaii or Samoa, wherever the hell. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're everywhere. They're somewhere. And it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, they literally, the first one, the, it's the Vin Diesel's a bad guy, and they're stealing TV VCR combos because it's just a random street gang and Paul Walker's a cop. Yeah. And then we're at this point where, like, The Rock is Vin Diesel's brother, and they have, like, cars that go into space. And they just like, hey, let's let's just do stupid stuff and have fun. And that's what the whole series is. Now. I don't yeah, know if nowadays. that was a joke. The cars that go into space. Ludacris and Tyrese are a car that is in the upper atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the trailer. I didn't spoil yeah. anything. I I <laughs> like Fast Nine in theaters June seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Walter. ad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like like with the uh, later well, maybe not. I didn't really see them, so I guess I'm talking out my ass. But I was gonna say, like the later Transformers movies, it was just like a bunch of explosions and action and things that would never happen. Well, some some movies like that, like you kind of just watch knowing what you're getting into. Like Godzilla versus King Kong, for example. Yeah. Like, you want to watch the big monkey and the big lizard fight? That's yeah, what we're like, getting. I mean, I, I'm not going to complain because I just know that Godzilla and King Kong are going to fight each other. And I know that Godzilla's going to win. So it is what it is. And they whooped Godzilla. Yeah, not everything they, they needs were to team be. Up. That yeah, was going to be a thing. Right. Not everything needs to be good, yes. but if it's fun, I'm there, and yes. that's what those. Well, I think that describes good, though. I, for me, absolutely, no, no. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> but it's just like normally after like two or three sequels, you're just like, okay, you should have stopped. No, that, like like Eddie said, it's like, how do we ramp this up? Like, how do we go? Jason Statham's a bad guy, sure, and he killed a dude that from a movie from ten years ago. Why not? <laughs> that dead dude's back. Okay, let's go. That, now it's, Jason Statham's a good guy. All right, Jason Statham's in the family. It's all like, good. It, it's just it's. Hmm. Did you listen to the episode where Jason State, where I told you, where I told everyone that Jason Statham was the number three uh, hottest bald guy in the world? I don't. I'm not at that one yet. You're talking about Jason Statham, number three. <laughs> That's a oh, great about impression. Yeah. How the fuck <laughs> is he the hottest bald uh, number three of number all one. that? Number one. I don't remember. I just need to figure out whatever this list is. No, he wasn't even top five. Bald guys. We got to bring it back. The fact I need to look that at this the list. list even exists. You don't like bald guys? I just don't. <laughs> Mr. Clean? No, why we have to have a list? Because <laughs> people magazine. Were you? I mean, during COVID, the list went wild. Yeah, like, like, let me tell you, there's a list for everything. Like top ten bald. Men, there was a time during COVID where people were um really like hot and heavy for a uh, hopper from uh, yeah, Stranger from Things? Bugs Life. Oh, no, oh, the dude from oh, oh, the grasshopper oh, from Bugs Life. Oh, my god, there was god. a time during COVID where people were horny for Pixar characters. Oh, I mean, Miss Incredible, legitimately, Miss <laughs> Incredible, though. Yeah. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> I said, I mean, Miss yeah. Incredible. Oh, she built Elastigirl. So, <laughs> number one was Prince William. No. Uh, R.I.P. question mark? Is that the one that died recently? I don't know. There's no. I don't care about that family. No. You don't care about the royal family? I, I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the one that died was bald. He was just very, very old. But no. Prince William, no. Why is this this website's broken? It's LL Cool J is somehow like not in the top five. As you should not be. He's like 80. It's 2021, my guy. LL Cool J is 80. Maybe in the 90s. Yeah, 1998. <laughs> He's 80. <laughs> He's not 80, I know, but it was a hyper- hyperbole. Matt Damon. 
He's not. He's not even bald. In Elysium. Well, oh my god. <laughs> Matt Damon in a movie. Yeah, like what? It, it is. It is a movie. You know what? Jim Carrey and Sonic the Hedgehog. He's bald <laughs> for five minutes. Number one on the list. Yeah, Tom Hardy in fucking Dark Knight Rises. Like, I mean, yeah. Who made this fucking list? Like <laughs> Hollywood.com, guys. God. Go go check it out. Trash. No. And anyway, do we uh, we have any other topics? Some hour and four minutes. Yeah, I mean, I got a hard out, so it's no big deal. I should have left ten minutes ago. Really? Yeah, probably should have. <laughs> you got you another recording? Yeah, I was supposed to record at eight thirty. Oh, oh. Well, oh but it's fine. It's no big deal. I normally show up at nine, anyways. No big deal. Drunk. I tell. Sometimes yeah. with, your, <laughs> with your hat and <laughs> yeah, my hat, and my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. When those come in. Uh, do me a favor and retweet, share, like, subscribe, post. Comment, comment, follow the, the Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, Adam, do you want to plug any of your podcast slash? Oh yeah, just follow. Me. Go on Twitter and uh, look for Adam Gumby because that's the easiest way to get to all those links. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the way to go. Listen to Adam. What was your outro song that you wanted to play? Oh, play. Um, what up? What's up, Danger? What's up, Danger? Yep, it is from the Miles Morales soundtrack. Ooh. I think it's Black Calloway. Ooh, Spider Man uh, Multiverse. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we watched that in theater recently, actually. Yeah, I was gonna ask. You it's the song whenever he's jumping off the building. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Good stuff. Good Great movie. Oh uh, fuck! I forgot to get this uh, plugged in. Oh, Colin, how dare you? Look at me, horrible. Still an amateur. Yeah. You still want a bigger percentage? Oh, right. <laughs> you know, your equipment's not you know. getting paid off. Actually, we take and that back. And all you guys are getting muted. So <laughs> how about that? No, I was kidding. All right, this is What's Up Danger by Blackway and Black Caviar. Oh, there's a lot of blacks going on there. Anyway, that sounded a little racist, but it's okay. Thousand on thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Hey, getting no they doubted us. Makes it that more marvelous. Sign them up because I'm in this vibe and I get synonymous. What's up, danger? Hey, don't be a stranger. Cause I like high chances that I might lose.